Hi everyone, welcome to the Heads or Tails podcast hosted by myself, Matt McClory. Welcome to another episode of Heads or Tails. Um, this is a great interview. I'm excited about you guys listening to this. Pastor PJ is an amazing uh, pastor and leader um, in Sweden. And uh, he and his wife, Ulrika, are an amazing couple, pioneered a church called Life Center Sweden, um, which is just outside of Stockholm and is an amazing church, life-giving church. These guys have been in leadership uh, for decades now. And so I'm excited about this interview, talking to him about leadership, talking to him about what gets him inspired, his path to leadership, and much, much more. So buckle up. You're going to enjoy it. Pastor PJ. so excited and we've been so blessed to have um, some good friends of ours in town this last few days speaking at our church and I've got none other than Pastor PJ in town and he's joining me on the podcast today so welcome brother. Thank you. It's good to see you and um, just love. I just love being around you, I love being in your space and there's a... Uh, I swear, it's like you're 25 all the time. It's like you've got the energy <laughs> and the enthusiasm of a 25 yeah. year old, and it's wow. sort of it's something that I need to uh, I need to emulate. But um, but hey, look, we want to talk about leadership. Um, we're going to get straight to it because I think we're living in a time. We've talked about this just in the last few days that there there's a potential for young leaders. I think to maybe look at church life, leadership, even the world business, a career, starting a business where leadership is a bit daunting, um, climbing it, you know, and there might be people that are listening to this and you're in, you're in leadership and that's great, but maybe you're listening to this and you're a younger person um, and you're wondering like, how should I start out? How should I, um, how should I grow in leadership? What, what are some, you know, what are some tools that you could give me uh, as I'm sort of starting out and beginning that, that are going to help me as I go along. But first, before we get into that, I just would love it if you could just sort of tell us a little bit about, you know, the listeners, your story, how you even became a pastor, um, how you got into leading in general. Um, and I mean, obviously, you've got to tell them you're Swedish and they're going to find out straight well, away. They're going to find out, you know, listening to the accent, <laughs> <laughs> accident, accent, <Yes>. swinglish. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been coming and going to the U.S. many, many years. And uh, um, I was born in 1965. I'm 56. Um, grew up in a Christian home. I, my my dad was a pastor, so cool. in those days, you know, we traveled a lot. You know, you pastor maybe a church four or five years, then we moved to another one. Okay, and that was kind of my upbringing. Uh, had an had a God experience rather early in my life, even with this Holy Spirit experience. Actually, as as a um, my late uh, childhood years, you know, more like uh, you know early early teens. And then when I was 15, I, I experienced a, a youth camp, actually, a calling to serve God. And I, I said yes. And wow. I, would, I usually say that everything I do today is, is based on that decision. Wow. That, that is how, how important that one was. So that's why when I meet young kids now and, you know, teenagers and so on, I never really, um, I always want to respect that season in life. Yeah. Because... Everything I am today is because of the decision I made when I was 15. Wow. And I know, you know, you, you can be in business or you can be in sports, you know, but sometimes, you know, you got to decide. Yeah. 
you gotta you gotta decide is this for real mm. and uh, is this my, my future um but i had had a you could say a divine encounter that's awesome uh, god just called me and and i knew you know this is my future i didn't know how didn't know when didn't know in what way yeah. um but i just want to serve god and i knew it was about the church yeah uh, so I started serving, you know, with youth groups and, and uh, you know, I, and I love music, you know, so I played in bands, you know, uh -huh. used to do that. And I thought, you know, sometimes I thought I was going to be a rock star, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad once, you know, say, hey, PJ, you want to be a golf pro, a pastor or a rock star? You got to decide. And I just like, <laughs> how about everything at yeah. the same time? <laughs> yeah. Can, can I take all three? <laughs> yeah. um, that's awesome. Yeah. And you, you mentioned in that in your message on Sunday, you talked uh, a lot about, you know, that one decision, you know, when you're 15 led to kind of just broadly speaking, saying, I'm going to do anything in church life. I'm going to serve anywhere. Yeah. And then over time, it, it almost distilled. Yeah. Into a more defined calling and, and leadership. Tell us about that process. I think, I think that is a good word, actually, that you use in there, distill, you know, because, you know, uh, you, you might feel a little deluded, you know, in the beginning, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and maybe that is good, you know. You know, I, I had reef aquariums, you know, for a long time. And, and at that time, you said that, you know, with aquariums, you know, you can get a lot of pollution in them because it's a waste material of, you know, food or the fish or things that die. Yeah. And then you say, like, the only solution to pollution is dilution. <laughs> so and you, you, you think about a young kid, you know, there's so much input. Yeah. You get so much information nowadays and into your life. So the only way to really deal with that is maybe... Uh, dilution, you know, you, yeah. got, you got loads instead, yes. Yes. but eventually uh, you got to find out who you are. Yeah. So I think for me, and the way I describe it is that, okay, you, for young leader, serve as much as you can, uh, try out different things, and eventually, you know, that spirit will lead you into mm -hmm. people or other leaders acknowledging you and uh, kind of confirming you in yes. different areas. That's good, yeah. And uh, with that godly guidance from yeah. others, you're kind of steered in the right direction. That's awesome. And, uh, of course, it has to flow with your own heart. You know, so don't, you don't, you're not manipulated by the people. Right, yeah. But I had great leaders that looked at me and said, hey, serve here and do that. And I was just willing to yeah. serve. I was not picky. Yeah. I was not a... a, a well, sometimes it felt like, you know, I remember one time I had a youth pastor. He was great for me. And he um, he said, PJ, okay, tonight we're going to sing at the hockey game. Mm -hmm. Oh, what? Yeah, we got the youth choir, you know, we're going to go in there and going to sing. But they're out. So we're just going to do a little band here, you know, do that. <laughs> so it's you. And I remember, you know, coming to that, you know, hockey arena in our small town. Yeah putting up our gear on top of the, the men's uh, uh, bathrooms. It was like a, <laughs> like a roof there. And, 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 and singing. And I was in, um, this was during my uh, high school years. And I knew that all my friends, you know, were, were there at the game, watching yeah. the game. Yeah. And, you know, and that they would all see me. Yeah. Doing the Jesus thing there. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and so we kind of, Kind of all those things they help me uh, kind of get rid of the anxiety of, of right. standing up for my faith. Yes, and I, I got I got 
pretty much liberated by that mm. anxiety of, of uh, standing up for my faith in school and with friends and so on. They could think what, whatever they want to think, you know, but this yeah. is who I am. That's awesome. And, and that eventually led to different, you know, tasks and, and, and opportunities to serve. And, and I remember, I remember when actually I was serving my father's church in the beginning and he said, okay, can you, can you, can you take on the youth ministry? And I was just like shocked. <laughs> but, but except me. Yeah. But everybody felt like, oh, it's very natural. You've been doing this for like since you were 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19, and then it was 20. It yeah. came out of my military service, and, yeah. and I did that. You know. Hey, Pastor Matt here. I am the lead pastor alongside my wife uh, here at Colonial Church in sunny St. Augustine, Florida. We're a church that loves God, loves people, and loves life, which means we love you. And we love to stay connected with you. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is keep up with our weekly content and messages that are posted on our YouTube page. Um, they're posted there every single week. We pray they help you. Or you can also click the links in the description below. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, even just hearing you talk about the, the way you sort of just broadly go after, I, 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 reflecting even on my journey, I, you know, was probably in church for a solid 10 years, all of my 20s. And, and it was never like the one thing that, that someone said, you, you should do that. Yeah. It was just like, be a part of everything. Yeah. Experience all of it. And then at some point, you know, you're going to get a prophetic word yeah. or someone's going to call the greatness out in you and there'll be specifics that'll come. Yeah. So maybe that leads into our first question, which is just advice for young leaders. Like what what would you say to a young leader or someone that's sort of maybe starting out in church life, listening to this podcast, looking for inspiration, beginning the journey, um, they're, they're, they're saved, they're in church or maybe they've just started a new career, but they're at the bottom what would you say to someone that's just just beginning there? Yeah, I think you just like just lean in, you know, just lean in and be uh, be interested in what's going on in church mm. and find a way to start and eventually, you know, there's going to open new opportunities and then also develop that skills of yours. You know, if you're if you're, you know, for instance, if you have an interest in music and so on, develop that guitar skill, you know, or that voice and be on the worship team, just uh, hone your skills. And eventually it will just open up new opportunities. And uh, I read a lot during those years. You know, there was no, there was no, you know, social media or, yeah. you know, you were, no, uh, there was no internet, you know, it's like, it's crazy <laughs> days, you know. Yeah. So, so you had to read or visit. And I was very, very hungry. And when I, when I made this kind of conscious decision to really go for God and just go for just completely, you know, anything that happened in Sweden, you know, where I grew up. I I was in my car over to that place, you know. I, I took a drive with some of my friends. Hey, listen, I mean, we're just hungry yeah. for more. Yeah. And uh, and that will that will open up our opportunities. And uh, and uh, later on in life, I, I I think one of the greatest ways to develop that leadership gift or longing in your life is to place yourself in the right environment. Yes. For instance, I think the best way people in, in, in this church where we're at right now in Colonial, where you, where you pastor, is that for young leaders, emerging leaders here to just take take your, I mean, your back, you know? They're yeah. just like, what, what's he doing? Be interested in that one. Yeah. And uh, and that will 
show you who you can trust and who you want to develop and just be interested. Yeah, that's awesome. Like you talked about, you know, you read books, you immersed yourself in things. I think one of the best things that a young person can do is to read. Yeah. And and like, you know, I've got a bookshelf over there and I've got a bunch of books, but there are probably 10 books that I can remember just clearly defined yeah. for me what leadership is, what ex- excellence and achievement looks like. Um and, and and it wasn't just church. It was like sports figures, absolutely military stuff. Yeah. You know, reading about Churchill and you know these these great leaders. Like I, I think if you listen to this podcast, and you're wondering what should I do. Yeah, you got social media and you've got all these options out there, but never underestimate the power of just reading some of these great books. And they become manuscripts for life. You yeah. know, obviously they don't, they're not on the level of, of of the Word of God, but they can be so yeah. so shaping in your journey and your experience. So I think that's awesome that you mentioned that because that was my next question. My next question for you was patterns. Yeah. So for a leader, great leaders have great patterns. They, they follow a certain pattern. You know, I remember even Pastor Brian, I would just observe the way he lived and the patterns of his life, even just week in, week out, because I, I could see what he would do. He was my pastor and I would see him preach and I'd see the way he would do things, the way he would... So tell me about your patterns. Have they changed over time? Have they always been the same? Are there are certain things you've always done. Well, I, th- I think they've changed some, but there are foundational parts that's been the same all the time. You know, for for me, like uh, reading my Bible. Yeah, that's always been very important for me. And even if it come to seasons, you know, where I kind of lose out a little on what yeah. I really want to do. Yeah. You know, you want to be consistent because, okay, now I'm a pastor. I have to read because I'm serving. Yeah. So I, I don't want to come up, you know, being, you know, lost and having nothing to give. Yeah. And I, But I'm chewing on it maybe in a different way. When I was younger, I was reading more to get information and to, to, to plow that knowledge and get that, you know, into my spirit. Now I, ha- I know much of the scriptures and I know... Mm what what it says you know so i don't have to like look for that book or that uh, passage yeah. i know what it says and where it is That's awesome. so now it's more like okay tapping into that resource mm. in the right time and chewing on it and meditate on it and and i still do that yeah. and i also have a notebook mm-hmm. so every day i read my bible i have my notebook and i and i, and I write you know physically Okay. Not only you know in my That's phone awesome. on my notes. I love that. I use that that a lot. Yeah. In my preparation, yeah. but but I write you know with my, with paper and pen, and and uh, and then my prayer life is is very much a, an ongoing thing. Right. So I I pray in the morning, but it's more like a I sit back and I just like, hey God, yeah, thank you, yeah, thank you, yeah. And he's he's kind of speaking to me through what I read and what I yeah. what I write, and it's just like, thank you, Lord, thank you. And then sometimes, you know, the spirit just opens up, you know, like a, uh, a need to pray for somebody. So that pattern is still there. Yeah. But I'm still pursuing leadership. Right. So I, I still read books. Okay. I That's still uh, read magazines. Yep. I still uh, I enjoy uh, great stories, you know, mm-hmm. uh, watching on TV or, or, or a series, you know, on, on, uh, on some of the streaming, you know, uh, abilities you have now. Yeah. To do that. Yeah. But but um, but I think just pursuing what's interesting for this season, you know. Yep. And, and I think you can learn great things through history. 
Yeah. Great stuff, you know, that you can take up, you know, and just like, okay, ho. We're not the first, you know, leaders here on earth, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that have had right. real problems or yeah. solved situations, you know. Yeah, with history comes so much perspective. Yeah. You know, even this morning in staff meeting, you, you shared kind of that era of, you know, 19, you know, the 40s. Yeah. And, and you know, you can go back to history and you can get great perspective on, you know, I think even just like as, as you know, charismatic Pentecostal, you know, Bible believing, Holy Spirit yeah. people. It's like sometimes what I need to do as as someone that's believing for revival and for a great breaking out of the spirit here, um, I need to go and read about other great revivals. Yeah. Like, and I need to go and I, I, one of my favorite things to do, I'm sure the same is I love real documentaries yeah. and biographies. And so one of the things I like to do is I just like to read about great men of faith. Yeah like Smith Wigglesworth, you know, and just, just read these stories and just be amazed and just, and then it builds my faith because I'm just like, man, I want to, I want to stare the devil in the face in the middle of the night and tell him to, to get lost. I think it's amazing, you know, and I, you know, (laughs) talking about, you know, individuals and so I have a whole section at home in my, my library, just, just, just biographies. Awesome. So I think biographies is brilliant, you know, to learn great things from and, uh, many years ago, I, I, I remember meeting um, somebody like uh, Reinhard Bonnke. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Because he, he was living down south here in Florida mm-hmm. uh, in, is it um, uh, called Vera Beach? He has an apartment there. And my friends, they were contractors finishing his, uh, you know, refinishing his apartment. Wow. So sometimes he also went to their church and was placed there. And uh, I had we had dinner several times, you know, and we invited to his home. and But, you know, we, even, you know, when you had dinner, you know, you know you're reading the menu and he was reading the menu. Yeah, I felt, you know, when I was reading the menu, like, okay, oh, I came on a conviction, you know, like it's the sirloin steak, you know. It's like it, it, he had that impact on me as an, as an individual yeah. just because of his journey in life. Yeah. And, and great men of God, you know, they have an impact that is like, I mean, they can go through trials. They can be tormented. They can... Um, uh, well, you say they can uh, go go through failures, mm. and still, you know, the way they are doing their comeback, yeah. they're they're men, they're human beings, yeah. And we all do great things, and we sometimes fail. Yeah. Uh, there there was a book a couple of years ago called Failing Forward, mm-hmm. and I think that was one that I just read, and re- I remember now is that okay? You can learn. Yeah. All the way. Yeah, that's good. So. So I think, you know, one of the best, you know, ways of just, you know, read a lot, you know, about biographies, but but don't try to copy anybody else. But, you know, imitate their faith. That's good. But find your own stream to swim in. Yeah. 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 You got to know where you are and the lane you're in. Um, But I always, to me, comparison always begins where inspiration ends. Yeah. So, like, I'll get inspired by PJ but the moment that I start to look at PJ's life, your life, your ministry, and start comparing it to my own, yeah. that's when it stops. Oh, man. And it's just like... <laughs> that just reminds me about, you know, Bible school years, you know. We had this one preacher in Sweden who's was, was running a great church, you know, and during those years, I felt like all my friends, they just changed, you know. Yeah. They changed their vocabulary. They changed their dialect. They changed <laughs> the way of speaking, and everybody spoke that guy. Yeah. Uh, oof, you know. And yeah. It's like, what, what the... 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's completely, you know, who, who are you? Yeah. And there's there's a good part mm. of that, but there's a it's a, it's 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 an, another side that is is really limiting you instead. Yes. yes. So so take take inspiration, but stay true to who you are. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Next, this is just a. I'm just going to hit you with this question, and it's however you want to answer it. Because I wrote it down because I'm interested in in you and and the way you do what you do. How do you handle priorities in leadership? Like, how do you um, stack up your priorities? Like, what do you see as most important versus least important? Um, and you can answer that any way you want, whether it's you know take the family side of things or church, running the staff, you know ministry Sundays midweek however you want but how do you handle priorities how do you look at it well I, I I have actually a list that I did a couple of years ago that that it's actually um, uh, I don't know it's seven points or something like that okay and and uh, and uh, it, it, I I wrote a um, uh, some kind of uh, uh, like a main way of describing it do what only you can do okay i like that yeah and and my first point was cast the vision as a pastor of the church my responsibility is to cast vision yeah uh my second responsibility is to deal with finances so even if i have a cfo at church i i am responsible Mm. i cannot just say let's do this and there's no way of just uh, uh taking responsibility right yep and number three is that I I am also very keen on uh, who we hire. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, a, a senior guy, he needs to, like, both hire and fire, you know. So you got to yeah. take responsibility for the team you're bringing. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, if you have a sports team, yeah. you cannot blame just, you know uh, – Another area of, of of that sports team. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna deal with the game that way, you want to win. Mm. You got to be very careful about the players you have. Yeah. And um, so I, I think that is very important. Uh, and maybe one of the most important ones, number four here, is, is be responsible for the culture. Nice. So I'm I am the I am the cultural architect of yes. church. Great. So so when I step into church, I am. Absolutely interested in uh, why doors are opened or closed, or or colors, or smells, or music, or so on. Even if other people kind of, I mean, they have responsibility to deal with those things. Right. I feel if something is like you know, it's a cringe element to it. I I I think I have the right to say it yes. because it's it's my home. Yes. And yeah. and one day, you know, when we started, it was just me and my wife. Hmm. And then it was me and a few other guys. Yeah. So inviting people to my home, and 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 as long as I am the pastor, I think I have a responsibility to, hey, let's 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 have a culture here that is, is welcoming, you know, is generous, but it's also um, organized in a way that people understand that we. We mean business with what we do, you know. We don't take yeah. people lightly, or or even the calling God has given us, you know. So responsible for the culture, uh, and then I've added a few things in here uh, to do what only you can do, and maybe other people. I mean, they, other people can do these things too, and then, it, but it's, it's 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 more. It's almost surprising to some people. Pray and read your Bible more. I I written down. <laughs> so even though I do that a lot, right. so. I, 
I, I think I've heard it so many times, you know, from people even like um, Billy Graham or mm. things, you know, you, you thought they lived the, the most holy life ever, you know. I think yeah. what one of the things he said, you know, before he died was just like, I wish I would read the Bible more. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, so that's one thing. Uh, another one is more thinking time. Maybe I should spend a little more time thinking, yeah. reflecting on things. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, um, and then my, my third extra th- here is, is uh, spend a little more time relating. Right. So, so relating to new people or, mm. or people that I think are important for me to impact my, my city mm. or the cities we're in as a church. I spend more uh, intentional time. Yeah. With people. That's great. Well, that's awesome. Um, thank you so much. It's a power pack, 23 minutes. Uh, but I think there's a lot that we can draw out of that. And uh, if you listen to this podcast um, and you're a young leader, um, you need to go and follow PJ. So um, PJ's Instagram handle is... Pastor PJ. Just Pastor PJ. That's yeah. it. Oh, that's awesome. That's easy. So at Pastor PJ on Instagram... And then um, PJ and Eureka's church in Sweden is called Life Center. And PJ, what's the what's the website? The website is lifecenter.se. Dot S-E. So that's Life Center spelled C-E-N-T-E-R. Yeah. Dot Not S- Centra. Center. Center. Dot S-E. S-E for Sweden. And if you're ever in Sweden... They are always welcome. And Come and uh, have a coffee, coffee, cup of coffee with me. Yeah, PJ will 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 buy you a coffee, and um, and go hang out at his church. I am excited that Jill and I. Hopefully, maybe next year we might be able to visit and see what these guys are doing. But um, definitely go follow PJ. And bro, thank you so much for for being on this podcast. Thank you for having me, Love and you. thank you for uh, showing me a phenomenal work that's been done here in uh, Colonial. Appreciate it. Love you, man. Thanks. Thanks for listening today. We pray that this episode encourages you and helps you in your own leadership journey. We'd love for you to subscribe. And why don't you leave us a review? Until next time, much love.